from the edge of the desert. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Is this where the oasis is? Because I'm thirsty already. It's almost, <laughs> it's almost midnight. Are we nearly out of the desert? Is that what's happening? Or no, we're it's... going into the desert. We're going to the desert. We're going into the desert. Oh no! Yeah. Why? There are reasons, good and valid reasons, apparently. Because oh, the because the cutter is there. The cutter, the Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. Mm. However, the Qatar just... is there. Mm. Or Echo and the Bunnymen's great one of Echo and the Bunnymen's greatest songs is there. I don't know. Duncan don't like it. Rock the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that is planning on going to a football match together in the cold. I, I know, I know, like this alternative timeline is, it's a strange place, but this is apparently what's happening, so. Unclick the whole set. <laughs> yeah, really, you can. Come collect. Uh, on this week's show, we look back at TFC's first win of the season. Who knew? See how MLS is holding up in CCL play. Talk a bit of KMPL. And then, of course, you know, we should probably talk about this World Cup qualifying thing, I guess. Might as well. That's still happening. (laughs) Yeah, allegedly. They haven't canceled it, so we might as well. Uh, Now to this week's panel. From Little Malta, it's Duncan Fletcher. Little hello. You should at least learn to say it in Maltese. You know? At least learn to say it in Maltese. Yeah, seriously, yeah, or, Duncan. Or get some Maltesers, put them in your mouth, and then say hello. Yeah. Well, that that counts. That's mm. that's valid. Mm-hmm. That's called a chubby Malta. Mm. <laughs> uh, deep in Burlingtonia, welcome to Mark Hinckley. Yeah, it's like bombs over Burlington or something. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. I'm I'm I'm, I'm Andre fifteen hundred. There you go. <laughs> king, king of the Annex. Say hello to Tony Walsh. Oh, yeah. I wonder how, how that ranks versus like the King of Kensington. I know it's more northerly, but it's on, it's on CBC Jack. I, I, I do. Are you in the Annex? I always thought you were in New York. I can do both. adjacent. I annexed it. Exactly. Well done. And I do walk down, much like the King Kensington, I have been known to walk down the street. Fancy. Look at you, Mr. Fancy. You're walking legs. And I'm a waxy man. As for me, I'm just chilling out here in little Ukraine. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to our show. First up on the show, it is TFC Talk, where we talk about some TFC, and for the most part, we're just going to talk about Saturday's game and the fact that they won and that it was actually a pretty good match from Toronto. Obviously, still a work in progress, um, but you can see some of the progress that has been made. Um, I did want to call attention to it. I kept asking 
Mark and uh, uh, Cobra Kai, Footy Cobra. Hi, Corey. Um, if the hype machine was this strong on opening day because the home opener, because wow, there was a lot of, there was fireworks and more fireworks and extra smoke. It just felt extra, extra. And I've been to a lot of TFC matches and I'm used to the fireworks and the hype, but it just felt like they were putting a little bit more into it. What are they going to do, Kristen? Just rely on the football? Yeah, you're right. I forgot. I'm so sorry. You're right. Marketing people, good job. Well done can't live on steak alone you need some sizzle <laughs> yes although was i still jet? every was time I, I don't know if there, there was, was no a jet. jets want, i'm sorry no uh, flyovers any i know kind of, any know. kind of vehicle no i saw no vehicle a hovercraft oh. and there was no hovercraft oh. no why, why, anyway. does nobody start, why does nobody start a mat like a match with a ceremonial hovercraft mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean <laughs> the way the pitch looks you think there was one well, I mean, it could no. Not only could it come in from Lake Ontario, it could then like go over the stands onto the pitch with no troubles at all. Well, maybe a bit of tearing, but still. Yeah, yeah. just have some tricks, just driving round and round BMO Field to make the people of DC feel at home. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, con- countries in glass houses, Duncan. Yes, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> anyway. Um... The other notable thing other than the win was that for a large portion of the match, the weather was actually really nice. Yeah. At one point in time, it was so nice that people were delayering because the sun had come out sun and it was out. warm. Nice. We were, bask- nice. We mean, were basking at one point. It was subject- so nice. Nice is, ni- nice is subjective. Come on. No, no. There was ba- there was basking. It was lovely. No, come on. If you were walking down the street like the King of Kensington, you wouldn't be like, this is nice. You're yes, saying, you would have. No, no, no. You're like, this is nice for BMO Field. No, 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 no. Tony, Mark, I was, I was, both Mark and I were in short sleeves at one point in time. I was basking so much, I thought I was in Bilbao. Yeah. Hey. Sure. Geography jokes. Mm. Damn. Mm. With a Q. Yeah, not a K. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but to the match itself, a return to well, not a return. I think the the lineup that went uh, got put out. Uh, maybe, you know, who knows what's happening with Chris Mavinga in terms of I don't know if it's fitness thing. Is uh, still carrying a knock. You know, he was on the bench. He did come in for a little bit late in the match, but the uh, the eleven that was out there, that's a pretty. It's funny. I already look at it and think, you know what? That's pretty solid eleven. Even I, I'm starting. I'm starting to be like, not say even with the kids. I'm almost thinking because of the kids, um, but you know, a good mix or a healthy mix of veteran players and uh, youth players for that eleven. And other than you know, almost being scored on in the first minute, that was nervy, and the annoying Russell Knaus goal. After that, I sort of feel like yeah, DC had tons of time and tons of good play but Toronto did a lot of really good things in that match they absorbed pressure they they nullified the counter I was really I was really happy not just because of the win I was just really happy with the play what how was what was everyone else's impression those of those of you watching from home how did it look on tv um I think you could see progression I I think kind of until things get maybe a bit more settled or, or, you know, the other pieces arrive in the summertime. 
I think this is kind of what we're going to get. You're going to have some, you know, kind of shitty games and you're going to have these games where you can see the much like the weather that you were basking in the breaks of sunlight. Oh, I know. Oh. I know. So You're poetic. Welcome. You're welcome. Uh-huh. I know. It's like Frost versus Nixon. I was going to say, Different I feel like this Different needs Frost. an English accent to make it really, really sing, Tony. You know, can you, oh can you guess that back out for us? Can I do Belarus instead? <laughs> She's just time. kicked off. Yeah. In a man's life. Sometimes in a football club's life. <laughs> um, no, no, you know, so I, I, it's nice. I enjoy it personally. You know, I, it's kind of what we thought maybe at the beginning of last year before it was obvious that things were just not working that, you know, the youth movement thing, it's exciting. If you're not, if you don't have high hopes of making the championship, this is not the team, you know, that we had in those days. So it's for me, I like seeing the progression of the young players. You kind of, we talked about this last week. If you can squeeze out a core group there and grow them for a few years, that's, that's fun to watch. That's more, it's personally, uh, it's not for everybody personally, it's more fun for me to watch a team core grow up like that than buying pieces. Oh, uh, great. So, so it looks like the genesis of that. I mean, it's not, but, but you know what? Next game could, they could be awful because that's what you're going to get with a, a very young team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I would uh, agree. Uh, with my esteemed colleague uh, over there. there. There was definitely a lot of things to, uh, to like there. You know? Luca Petrasso, for example. Oh, yeah. He's doing really well. Yeah. He's having, like, just a time, isn't he? So yeah. much fun. And I feel like he's playing well. And then, you know, it's a kid in Chung as well. He's playing well. And, you know, I feel like they've got the uh, the like the left side of things um, pretty well covered there. So, uh, yeah, Schaffelberg out of a job already? Maybe. maybe. Harsh, but maybe fair. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, McNaughton as well, still looking good out there. Mm-hmm. McNaughton um, really wants to be a striker, doesn't he? Oh, man. <laughs> he's, got, he's got blonde ambition. He really does. The number of times I, kept, I would like turn to Mark and be like, is that McNaughton up here again? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Favorite, favorite, player, here? Nick, favorite player, Nick Hagland. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, uh, I mean, more him, more him than Chung, but both of them, there were a couple of times it's like, you guys are literally the closest to the goal line. Who the fuck is playing defense? Yeah, pretty um, much. You know what? That was fun. That's fun. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I feel like, and I know we've talked about it. I know I've said it. This is, experimental this is everyone's getting used to one another everyone's trying to figure out their role in an mls side in this side playing with these people uh what what really blows my mind is that it looked really good like it looked cohesive last game but it looked pretty cohesive this game they've still got a long way to go i'm not saying this is Mm. anywhere near a finished product but it was fun and they play fun. And honestly, I'd rather see them be fun and lose than whatever the fuck last year was. Because they I'll t- I'll did not this. look like they were having fun. They look like they're having fun. They look like they're they're creative and they look like they're allowed to be creative and they're taking chances. And I mean, that like I know we're gonna talk about Oso and, and his in his 50th goal, but mm-hmm. like watching the replay of that was like we were in the end at that post where the ball went in, and I'm still like no, that didn't go in. And he's celebrating. I'm like, okay, I guess it went in. Cause it was, he was on the <laughs> ground and did a weird little scissor kick and tucked it into nothing. 
He found it. He found a hole, a gaping hole in Bill Hamid's body to get into that net. And it's like, okay, sweet. But like, you gotta just, you gotta just be loving the game. Just go for it. And, and make that, I feel like to make that ridiculous attempt at goal. And then it goes in. And what I love about it is that hopefully that inspires everybody else to take a fucking chance, guys. Just take a chance. Make your make your opportunity. Get a goal. Make a name for yourself. It's fine. There's we have we have low expectations for you, but in really the sense low. of getting points game to game. <laughs> but entertain me. Entertain us. So yeah, no, it, it was it was a really good game. Um, I didn't really feel like DC was not that they weren't capable of winning the game, but it didn't feel like they're, oh, this is, this is, you know, Toronto on the back foot and DC going at him for like 30 minutes resisting. It's like, it wasn't even that. It was an evenly possessed match. I still, we started an Olay chant for God's sakes, because there were like three touches in a row. (laughs) Yep. They're looking like goddamn Brazil out there, which was great. Mark, that's a really good point. You talk about DC though. Like I don't ever feel like they kicked into another gear because I, they're, I feel like they're capable of it, but I didn't see sort of the, oh shit, we didn't take them seriously enough. You know, we're better, we're a better team than these guys are. At least we have been so far this season. We should be able to dispatch them even at home in front of their fans. And I didn't see any of that really from them, which I thought was really interesting. Um, bit scrappy, but that's to be expected. Um, oh yeah, how many how many yellow cards did TSC end up with on that match? Was it five? It felt I like, feel like it was five. It there was a like lot of yellow cards. Honestly. <laughs> so many yellow cards. Um, but you talk about entertaining. Um, we're going to talk about Oso's goal, as you said, but let's talk about Pozuelo's goal first. One, it's 25th goal. Awesome. Pause, probably that was his best performance, I think, so far this season and in some time, because clearly last season he was not right. Um but that goal was off a set piece. Toronto FC scored. I well, this is what I wanted to know. Like, what what exactly is happening here? Because, like, concede a goal on a set piece, like that's just tradition. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a that's a hallmark of TFC since the very beginning. But score on one, and that was a pretty decent goal too. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, that's clearly what they were trying to do was I know. get it to the near post and flick it on and have someone tap it in. And yeah. they actually executed it very well. It's a very you know, dangerous ball in, the good pace in the right place from Trasso. You know, Bradley with a good run and a flick on. Pazuela with a good run. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you came up with a good plan and all three of you executed it very well. Ah. Who knew? I just, I'm still sort of bemused by it all that this is apparently a thing. Mm. Um, but a good thing. So now with, you know, Pozuelo having having a decent game, he's had a, a couple okay moments so far this season, but this was, again, probably the first one in which I think, you know, you talked about the players having fun and things, and he sort of looked like, you know, he was enjoying himself and involved in a in a creative way and that sort of thing. Is this, do we think this match is maybe a turning point for Pozuelo? Do we get to see 
Pozuelo of old back to back to his, you know, his earlier form when he first came to uh, TFC or still a wait and see like much of this team? Uh, I think it's clearly wait and see. Hopefully it's a turning point, but you know, it's, it's uh, difficult to really nail down a turning point without the benefit of hindsight. Is he turning or is he just twirling, twirling, twirling and not ever going to go anywhere? I don't know. Maybe we, we need to see what direction he goes in next. If he keeps Fair. going in this direction, then yes, that was a turning point. Don't know. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I agree. It's uh, with my equally steamed and steamy colleague. Um, oh. It's um, it, it, He's got to show a, bit of, a lot of consistency. And, you know, more than like well through halfway through the season, he's got to be the bridge really between this team and the Insigne team. Uh, that'll be, that's the interesting plot line to come. I think is him falling in the pecking, you know, down the pecking order of importance to the team of impact. And we still have a place to a bit to play, but I'm wondering how DP ish he will look. If he if his level doesn't raise back to uh, where he was, he's capable of it, obviously, um, from seasons past. But if if it doesn't if he doesn't have a return to form, I wonder for him personally. For you know, all players have ego. He's was the star in town. He won't be the big star in town anymore. Um, it'll be very interesting to see his arc with this club in the next over the next over this season and into the next. Yeah. Yeah. I, I turning point. I mean, I might make the argument that the turning point was the off season. If, if like this, the trajectory happened as soon as the cuts were made. So it's whether that's a turning point to good or not. And I mean, I've already seen way more optimism in these three games than I did the last 20 of last season. And they won a few of those and pulled themselves off the bottom of the table somehow against all <laughs> logic and reason. Um, I, 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 know, I definitely don't want to get my hopes up too high, mostly because I want this to work. I yeah. want these guys to be successful. I want to believe in the academy and the absolute wealth of talent they've had in there over the last five years, whether they played or not, opportunity, bullshit, other players, whatever the reason, like this is, this is their arrival. This is their chance. And I don't want them to just win for, for them. I want them to win for everybody coming up through the Academy. I want to believe that the TFC Academy is a factory of actual talent. I believe that they're that good. I believe that they can be that good, but if you get no opportunity, it goes nowhere. This is the realization. I know it's perfectly timed, we just purged a whole bunch of old talent, talent wasn't working out, Eric Zavaleta, all of those very types of players. Um, and now there's roles, now there's jobs, and now there's opportunity. Great. Cool. So, yeah, I, I I'm I'm with youth, I'm I'm always optimistic. So here we are. Well, talking of young players, you know, and grabbing opportunities, looking good and all that sort of thing, and you know, you know, really cementing a place in the team and everything. So Insigne, he's like a, he's a left winger, isn't he? Mm-hmm. 
so like Luca Petrasso, what he's on the bench, he's really fucking good. Put Insigne on the bench, Luca Petrasso in that. He's Italian Canadian, not Italian. It would be a nice problem to have come come July. (laughs) Never mind Shuffleberg, you know. That's what's going to happen to him. But, uh, he's he's going to go play, he's he's go play in the CMPL somewhere. Um, so, being of a, well, no longer young, but a player who started out fairly young with TFC. So, Jonathan Osorio, who has become one of the veterans of the team, bit of a main, you know, he's a mainstay, obviously, um, and scored his 50th goal, scored the game winning goal for his 50th goal. And what a cool moment and what a cool thing to get to, to see live. Um, but, you know, he's been, I feel like he's been quietly effective the last couple of matches. Um, trying to pay a little bit more attention to him just because, you know, I, you know, Osorio is sort of going to be, you know, one of those players that always gets the start um, that's going to be heavily involved in this team for a while. Um I'm just curious to see sort of how his game is maturing. Um, but, you know, it was, a, it was a nice goal. It was an unexpected goal. <laughs> you know, good reaction finish kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, 50 goals. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing that, that he's got 50. But in a weird twist, it, I'm surprised it took him this long to get to 50. Just because he had a couple hot years and then last year was his five which led the team in scoring apparently you know like that's like that's that's no his production is not any slight on him at all whatsoever because he's only as good as the service he gets and last year was last year so the fact that he's what got two already (laughs) was he gonna get 20 goals a season i love it um yeah I'm, i'm happy for him and i i i i I love the fact that he's literally a kid from the neighborhood who's got fifty. Yeah. I want this. I want this forever, and I want this for everyone. Damn the draft, draft. Lo- just pick local. Here we go. And then, um, uh, Duncan, you mentioned uh, Luca Petrasso. Oh yeah. And how well he's been playing. Mm-hmm. Um. Team of the week for MLS. Hey, hey, spectacular! Deserved. He's been he's been tremendous, you guys. Like it's it's so fun to watch. It's just so much fun to watch. I love it. Yeah. I I'm and I think it is like uh, I can't remember if it was Tony or Mark, but talking about just yeah, kind of going out there, looking like they're having fun and just trying things, and it's like yeah. That's what he's doing. He's out there just like trying shit, and yeah, it because he's being creative. He's doing, and a lot of it is coming off. It's like ah, this is delightful to see. He really is. So, uh-huh. Long may it last. Indeed, indeed. Um, so obviously, no match to preview for this coming weekend because it's the international break. So we will get back to that next week. But one more little bit of TFC business before we move on, uh, and that is the the mystery of Kamar Lawrence. Uh, mm. Kamar Lawrence is now a member of the Minnesota United FC. He's a loon, um, and traded him for. Bidigam and just, you know, like rights to somebody, Sean O'Hearn. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Basically, it was like, who, who, who wants him? Who's willing to take him off our hands? And apparently that person is Adrian Heath, who said lots of nice things in their official press release. Oh, yeah, he's totally the type of player we've been looking for. And all, mm-hmm. all this experience and playing at the high <laughs> levels. Oh, we're delighted. We're delighted. Yes. Um, I enjoyed but- that he said, you know, he's just come back from a successful spell at Underlect. Yeah. No, no, he hasn't, Adrian. No, no, he really hasn't, that, Adrian. That, that was last year that he just came back. I mean... You know, how's, how's he been in the last year or so, Adrian? What's going on there? If hmm? we're trying to forget last year, yes, he did come back from a successful <laughs> stint at Anderlecht. And honestly, um, I was at a few of those games, and I know I watched a bunch of those on TV, and I would like to remember Kamar Lawrence as being the guy who had a successful stint at Anderlecht. Because I concur, <laughs> like, like nothing, like seriously, name a positive from last season. I'll start when it was over. Anyone else? That's it. That's where it began and ended. I so. beat Leon. Yes. Okay. Sure. We we were the champions of Mexico. Then nothing happened for about eight months, and then we were finally put put out of our misery. So yes. Anyway, so he's gone. And now, and the the other reason Minnesota, you know, I think was willing to sort of be like, all right, you know, how do you want to make this work is that uh, their primary left back, uh, Chase Gasper, has entered the MLS's substance abuse uh, program for personal reasons. So obviously Mm. he's dealing with something. So um, I'm going to guess substance abuse. That would be my guess. Yes. Anyway, so it's done and dealt with uh, Lawrence. I've seen a couple quotes on Twitter from his, you know, first day at practice with Minnesota where he says, oh, Bob Bradley never spoke to me. I have no idea. Never talked to the man in my life. So he's not bitter at all. No. Seems like this is a congenial parting of the ways. There goes goes the space on the wall of honor. Yep. Mm. I'm sure more stuff will come trickling out over the next little while. And if anything particularly juicy alights, we'll discuss it next week. for some other footy um two things on this but first let's catch up uh with mls uh teams in concaf champions league and (laughs) (laughs) i know i know (laughs) Uh, so uh, hey duncan Duncan. seattle Uh and the pizza rats both both made it through so um did you yes I'm just okay. Quick poll. Last mm-hmm. last week, at any point in time, did you shit the bed? I did not. Interesting, Tony. Did you shit the bed at all? Uh, not that I was told. No. Okay. Good. Good. Kristen. No, because I no, definitely not. Okay, so it was just New England. Is that what I understand? <laughs> uh, just New England. Just New England. <laughs> yes. Oh, God, it was delicious. It Not was that I enjoy bed shitting, but like, the, oh my god, oh. they just—we almost got two. I mean, honestly, yeah. 
But yeah, just oh, we we've got this tie under wraps. So fuck it. Let's make four subs. We need to save people for the weekend. <laughs> Good job, Bruce. Good job. Oh my well god. Done. He outcoached himself. <clears throat> it was hilarious. The hubris <laughs> on that man. Um Montreal, Montreal just they just they fell. They 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 ran up against a superior opponent and they just could not, they couldn't handle it. Um so they're out D terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even have to watch the whole match just watch the second half it's fine <laughs> um but both seattle and new york advanced and the way the bracket is set up guarantees an mls club in the final because seattle and the pizza rats play one another for Shit. on one side um so yeah so one of those two teams will be going to the ccl final this year who do we most not want to go out of two teams that we really don't like? Seattle. You'd rather see Seattle go than the Pizza Rats? No, I'd I rather like... Seattle not go. Oh, yeah, okay. Asked... All right. Okay. Okay. Phew. I was worried. Yeah, you asked who we would rather not see go. Oh, um... you're right. I apologize. I awkwardly worded the sentence and didn't even understand it myself. It's okay. I forgive you. Thanks so much. Um, I appreciate yeah, that. I'm going to go Seattle as well, uh, just because I think I follow sort of more Seattle people on Twitter than so I you do New York people. <laughs> and, no, it just, they, they would be like horribly insufferable. Uh, whereas I feel like, you know, New York City, they, they barely come across my Twitter uh, account, so it would be fine. Uh, also, it would just, you know, be fun, the, the more games New York City have to play where they're not allowed to play at Yankee Stadium. That's, that's, uh, oh God, that's true. Little touch. Oh, I'd so forgotten about that. Good point, Duncan. That, Let's keep that one going. Yes. Wait, we made the final. Where are we playing again? Hey. <laughs> uh, can we play this at our ground? No, no. No right to play at home. Mm, okay. Oh, I am on board with it for all of those reasons. Yeah, I don't want... Yeah, Seattle can just fuck off. <laughs> uh, um, I, I'm going to be the... Uh... Uh, dissenting vote yeah i i would i kind of i would rather see seattle in and the reason why is because i hate the idea that new york city could could stretch be the win this thing and be mls champions because oh because that's our shtick no yeah like we i hate the fact that like like new york city could win this whole thing and only play one mexican team and that makes me mad Oh, good point. Because we beat three of them and still lost. Yep. Like we beat them. I don't (laughs) even, I mean, fuck. We beat Shivas. That happened. I saw it. We beat them, but we lost on penalties. Um, Yeah. No, no. I'm sorry. If if somebody's going to be annoying to do it, let Seattle be the annoying people to do it. They at least took out Leon. I mean, who can't fucking take out Leon? (laughs) I write. But, but, (laughs) but, but, Mark. Yes. I, you know, if Seattle wins, is Brian Schmetzer going to strip down to his undies? I yeah, exactly. It. Like, you seriously. Know, what's this uh, New York's guy, Ronnie Delia, whatever his name is? I mean, you get down to your undies for winning MLS Cup. Right? CCL is clearly more important and bigger than that. I, oh, I'm assuming full Monty what's, for that. What's your next move, Ronnie? I mean, I mean, Schmetzer's mm. probably going to like, un- oh, he's probably going to open a new pack of gum. Like, that's how crazy he looks. Um, he's, he's going to, he's going to go and use a pen that was unused before as celebration. He looks like he's going to really let loose. Um, I, you know, like, uh, okay, granted 
would he would he strip down to his nothings? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But he's it's gonna be like in a cavernous stadium. Like that the banner they're gonna hang is gonna be pathetically small, like for it. I don't I don't want I don't that's a, that's another him to wrap around his waist. No, it's true. I mean, we saw that banner. That was I've got I've got I've got hand towels that dwarf it. I mean, what the fuck? But the, no, I, I I don't I don't want the last thing I want is MLS to go look. Our champions are now champions of the continent. No, no. First off, none. All of right, them. okay, all right, all right. And if, it, if somebody's going to do it, and it can't be can't be Toronto, then let it be somebody who kind of meekly got into the goddamn thing. All right. Oh. <laughs> But New York City FC already have their banner ready to unfurl at the back of the bullpen. They nearly blew it to Communicaciones. No, 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 nope, nope, no. Nope. Also, they knocked out Communicaciones, which also makes them like the most hated team. I've got my reason. All right, well, speaking of hated teams then, um, in other world footy news. Okay. Larry Tannenbaum is going to buy Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> like, Really? Your EPL team. <laughs> but, oh but, God, but he has he has said that this isn't MLSE that's doing this. This is him and some friends, some investor friends. Larry and friends. Is it Larry be, and friends. It's gonna be is it gonna be Bitov and he's gonna do another shotgun clause? <laughs> uh, look that one up, guys. For those of you don't, who don't who don't know, that's uh that's some that's that's some serious uh Raptors history for you. Um, yeah, like I don't get, look, even they would, if Chelsea would be TFC adjacent or MLSC adjacent, perfect. I can't think of a more appropriate English league team to be owned by MLSC <laughs> than fucking Chelsea. I mean, just, it's just fabulous stuff really is. Um, Fill your boots, guys. I, it's just <sighs> Argo's out of Stanford Bridge. Please, oh, yes. <laughs> fuck up their pitch for a while. Bring back World League of American Football and let the Monarchs fuck up their pitch. I mean, does someone have oh to God, explain that? But it would be that, so hilarious, you guys. So oh, hilarious. yeah. I mean, I mean, we get we would get a, a Chelsea preseason tour every other year. Oh yeah, and oh, I would be selling wait. my tickets on to tourists like crazy because I could give a fuck for uh, Chelsea. Oh my Anything. god, we can make so much money on that. You're right. Yeah, and I just, I just want to, I just want to recoup my season's tickets, and who knows, maybe Didier Drogba will show up. I know he's retired, but come on, he's retired. Get over it. Um, yeah. Oh, they would, they would, they would love the Larry Tannenbaum Maple Leafs experience at Chelsea. So we, all they have to do is build up. So we, we're all for this, is what we're saying. Let's ha- let's make this shit happen. Uh, well, I, I seeing the the kind of people who are lining up to buy that club, I think it's highly unlikely. But, oh, true. Uh, but but well, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't uh, having them so closely associated with everything in Toronto. Ugh. Ugh. Also fair. Well, we will we will monitor this situation and see how it develops. Breaking news as it happens. Yeah, traffic on mm-hmm. traffic on the top of the hour. Traffic on the ones. 
please, buy it. <laughs> just please buy it. I need comedy. I need more football related comedy because it can't always be us all the time, guys. We do so much heavy lifting for football. Comedy. I know. Seriously, it's exhausting. Let 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 the, let the headlines write themselves for once. That would be great. He he knows you can't play for a draft pick though, right? <laughs> Uh, look, there's enough. There's enough. Of, there's enough North American influence over there right now that they must be finding a way to get call NCAA dra- draftees into the mix. Well, considering the Chicago Cubs are one of the leading, uh, well, unless Twitter has anything to do with it, then um, you know that's a, also another great. I know they. I know they won a World Series now, but still, that's but a still yeah. pretty fantastic uh, group of owners. Although, yeah, that's uh, facing its. Uh, issues today get to the important part of our show which is CanCon and uh yeah some exciting things to talk about so first up um we'll talk about this more in depth uh next week week after a little closer to the matches but the Canadian women's national team the gold medal tour is resuming (gasps) I know uh this is the west coast leg of the tour how many legs does it have we don't know yet. They've had the East Coast. Well, no, they had the kind of like they had like cent- the, the the central, central. upper Canada, then, had, then the international leg. <laughs> yep, you have the Mexican yep. leg. Yep, yeah. exactly. So uh-huh. who knows? This 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 can go anywhere. It's um, got legs. It knows how to use them. <laughs> ZZ tops. Hell yeah. Um, so two matches uh, in April. Uh, the first is in Vancouver on April eighth, and that will be um, that'll be a huge match uh, for the team, but for Christine Sinclair. Like this is the first time she will have played uh, in Vancouver since breaking the scoring record. Obviously, since they won the gold medal, like since all sorts of wonderful things have happened. So this is going to be going to be massive. And then um, delightfully, they're also playing a match a few days later uh, in Langford at Starlight Stadium. So that's going to be great. Like what a fantastic ground to get to see uh, the national team play. Um, if you are a Voyager that is going to travel or that lives out there, there are tickets available. We have Voyagers uh, ticks. You know the drill. Go to the website, follow the link, use the codes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we're going to try and arrange. It? What city is it in, Kristen? It's in it's in Vancouver and in Langford. See, I knew you always knew these things. Mm. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> nice try, Kristen. I, you know, you caught me off guard there. I was just really excited, and I, yeah, yeah, good job, you guys. That's well, that's well done. Um, anyway, Journalism. these are going to be these are going to be great. Uh, they're both uh, being played against Nigeria, which is I don't know. I think this might be a new, a new opponent for uh, the women's team, and but that's good to test themselves against uh, players from different parts of the world instead of just players uh, and countries that they know. Um, so really looking forward to seeing that. And that'll be broadcast I probably on One Soccer. I don't know if CBC is going to pick it up or anything like that. But when we know, we will tell people. Um, but yeah, so exciting to have this 
continue on. I wonder if there's yeah. a northern northern leg. Baffin Island. Yeah. Mm. Is it going to come to Toronto at any time? Why doesn't Toronto get any Canada games? I don't know, man. They always forget Toronto. It's really, uh, really the bias. It's I know. so unfair. It's, mm. it's mm-hmm. like they and they don't they they're, they're so obvious about it too. Not yes. even trying. So they don't even try yeah. exactly. Yeah. They make fun Tough. of our legs. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> What and Hamilton? Isn't it time for Hamilton to get a game? Probably. I mean, when was the last time anything happened in Hamilton? Honestly, in Toronto, like seriously, any sport, any sport. Duncan, it was nineteen. The GTA gets nothing. Canada Cup. Hey, we got York. You're right. We have York United. That's a good point. And TFC two. And the Toronto Arrows. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, Christine Sinclair. She gets like the big. Home game, whatever in Vancouver. Why doesn't Tadisha Buchanan get to have a game right. at home? Yeah, so unfair, so unfair. Toronto skip leg day. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> um, even, you know, to play the game in Brampton, it's going to be a, uh, you know, going to be a, a cool some stadium kind of there. Stadium yeah. in Brampton somewhere. Yeah. He play think, a game there. You would think. One more thing. <sighs> <laughs> um on slightly to move away from uh exciting news slightly more like positive Sell news it. after hearing about some negative news well uh we got some you know a little disheartening news uh, on the twitters the other day from marco carducci um found out that he has been battling testicular cancer and that was, mm. you know, unexpected news because he had, and quite rightly, um, kept that under wraps and did not, you know, announce announce his uh, his uh, diagnosis when it happened. Um, but like he's already he's already undergone treatment. You know, like this is this has been going on for for a little over a month now, and um, lucky for him, he was able to get. Um, immediate treatment. Um, he's already had surgery and looks like, you know, they caught it early enough. They have they're you know, they're feeling very positive and obviously he's got to go through recovery and stuff, but you know, that's scary shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, hopefully it all works out. Yeah. And I, 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 I admire the, I admire the fact that he, he saw enough good of him like with him speaking out speaking about it speaking about his experience because i mean let's be honest guys are kind of dumb and you know we all know somebody who would be the type of person who will wait until it's probably too late to go see a med- go seek medical help so i mean he's young he's smart he's got information he's got a team that's looking after him like on his club and then the the medical team that 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 looked after him, uh, you know, while diagnosis was taking place. Uh, but really, I'm 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 quite happy that he felt like, okay, you know what? I've got a venue. Maybe I'll maybe I can do some good by just speaking to my experience. And thank you. Like it's it's such a weird thing to say, and I know like it 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 kind of happens all the time. But sometimes sometimes it's nice to hear it from like a um 
a non-familial non you know you know what i mean like i don't know him uh-huh. i don't know him for anything mm. i know him as that guy i boo when he, when this team comes to town rightfully so calgary come on but it was it was you know it was nice that he felt that this was a good time to kind of like hey you should check things out don't be this is what's happening it is detected it can be dealt with i should come back no problem like he laid out realities which sometimes are hard to hear but for him thankfully it was it sounds like it's going to be pretty positive when it's all done so good for good for good for Carducci. yeah you got to think as well you know once everything is all good and the recovery and what have you you know lean into this do some sort of really you know, awkwardly terrible sort of PSAs about it you know you're a goalkeeper talk about your ball handling and hey you know everyone go and get yourself <laughs> checked out and what have you there is so much potential for really sort of terrible but good uh you know adverts oh, PSA yeah. type things we're here to make them for this yes yes we can write these for you Marco They'll be great. I'm here to help. What's funny is that I can't, like, uh, with that announcement, I kept seeing, I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with, oh, God, I'm, I, I, Caversham? Caversham United? Vaguely. The, the, the goats, they're like the Basically, <laughs> like, they're this kind of, uh, I don't know what what level of, of they are on the English pyramid, but there's, their sponsors are, it's testicular cancer research, it's balls to cancer. Ha, and if awesome. you look at it quickly, you might think it's a curly mustache. It's not. That's not a mustache. <laughs> Them's balls. <laughs> and that's their that's their kit sponsor. And when I that's when, as soon as I saw that, I thought of him. It's like, I know that's a UK based charity, but how incredible would it be if, say, Calgary decides to do a one off issue background keeper kit, but instead of saying WestJet. It says balls to cancer on it. All proceeds go to. I would, I would not only buy it, but I would be hounding him to sign the fucking thing because it would be amazing. But you're right, Duncan. I feel like, I feel like, even if it's just some you know tongue in cheek bad PSA with a heart of gold type thing, um, I think that would be that would be pretty good. Oh, it kind of reminds me. Uh, you're would make me think that there's uh, some really, really, really low down the English pyramid things. Beedale uh, AFC. Oh, the hot dog. B-E-D-A-L-E. Um, maybe, yeah, but I think like some of their uh, sort of kits as well are ones that are uh, essentially advising you, hey, you know, check yourselves for cancer there and that sort of thing. They've got uh, ones along those lines as well. It's, it's basically just, it's almost as if it's almost like a nude kit. I mean, just like yes. a bunch of arrows like pointing down to the genitals, what have you. And yeah. So yeah, there is uh, a lot of potential for uh, uh, fun to be had with what is you know, legitimately a serious subject. You can approach it in a fun manner. So uh, yeah, that's hope. Indeed. I'm glad he's okay. And uh, yeah, it's great that he's willing to, you know, to talk about it and stuff. All right. Let's talk about the thing we're really here to talk about, which is the Canadian men's national team and the last round of World Cup qualifying, which begins on Thursday. In fact, they could qualify on Thursday, but let's quickly talk about the squad first. So the squad got announced on Sunday. 
Um, like, like I was, I think I heard what I heard someone say um, that they wanted to wait until the weekend's matches were over just to make sure nobody got hurt, I think is what it was. And maybe also to check some form for a couple players. So I can, I can appreciate that. Um, but it was just kind of like, you know, clock, clock is clock is ticking here guys, you know, like you play in a few days, what's happening. Um, but not, not a lot of surprises on this squad. Um, great to see Scott Kennedy back. Uh, cause he missed the last window, I believe with the, he was injured, right. The last time. Um, and, uh, uh, Ishmael Kone with his first call up, see if he gets capped or not. He's been playing well for Montreal. Uh, sweet Dane St. Clair back with the team. Super happy for that. He won't play, but I'm just excited to see him get called. Uh, Liam Frazier still in the fold. I'm always happy to see Liam. Uh, lots of Liams. Yeah. Liam Frazier, <laughs> Liam Miller. Meh. Too many Liams. <laughs> Daniil, which is not a surprise. Um, Derek Cornelius uh, back again. But this is, you know, again, while missing a couple of sort of like the usual suspects, um, it's not really this isn't like, again, this isn't a, a scrubs team. This is a, this is a really good, this is a really good squad. Um, and then there's a couple of players. They have a, they have a bit of a taxi squad. I, I only know that Raheem Edwards is, is part of that, which I know lots of TFC fans are excited about the potential to see him uh, get some time. Um, oh, and the one thing I wanted to, I mentioned this on, on Twitter when it, when it broke, Richie Larea got called to the squad. Everybody settle the fuck down. Just, just calm down. Oh, he's not playing. He's never going to play for Canada again. He's here. It's okay. Yes, we all wanted to play at Forest. Absolutely. You never like to see a player that you like just sitting there and hopefully he gets to play. He should play. He should have played it's, on the it's weekend. Very, it's very curious, the whole thing. Yeah, we're going to slam this guy. Yep. Never play him. And never play nope. him. So, yeah, I, I agree. I'm not saying that I'm not frustrated for him as well. And I really do think that they should have brought him in on the weekend because they needed fresh legs in that second half. And he, to me, would have fit the bill. But he's not losing his spot within Can within the Canadian squad at the moment. So that is good. Um, anybody here that – anybody missing or anybody here that you're like, ah, you know, I'm just okay with or I didn't expect them to make it? Hero. <laughs> what so a story far, that would you have be. to say so far what a story bring him back for the the final push oh yeah come on that would have been amazing <laughs> maybe Classic. he'll be on the taxi squad who knows um yeah that, that doesn't think there's anything crazily surprising me there's obviously sort of the injuries and that sort of thing um yeah, this, this Kone guy from Montreal, is there? I've really heard much of him. And then a couple of little things just at the start of this year. And so that seems very quick that he's already up there and in there and everything. So, okay. Um, but, uh, you know, let's get Luca Petrasso in there. Mm. Talking of, of uh, yeah. you know, young, young up and coming, what have you. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, all in all, it's uh, most of it. Makes sense. It's like, yeah, there's uh, 
a decent amount of like good quality players there. I, you know, Alfonso Davis is still missing, but yeah, well, you know, he's still got David, got sort of Buchanan and Hoylet and Lyron. You know, there are plenty of good players up front, and you know, Liam Miller as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it's all good. There's depth. There's options. It's mm-hmm. fun. It is. It's all of those things. Yeah, the the, the uh, Kone was the only one that was like, oh, okay, sure. Otherwise, everything seemed to be not nothing, nothing outrageous. Yeah, like there's nobody to me. There's nobody missing that I'm like, what? Why aren't they playing? You know, sort of thing. So, why did you do an impression of yourself? Oh my god, that was so weird. Thank you. Mm. It, it was like Inception. <sighs> I hate you guys. <laughs> anyway. I hate you guys. God. Um, so the first matchup is obviously Thursday night uh, against Costa Rica. In Costa Rica, um, the team is there now. They they arrived uh, today, I believe. And um, you know this 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 could be the match. Like this is if they win, they're in. That's oh. what this is, which is crazy. Um, and now in Costa Rica, like they're, you know, they're not out, right? Like they're still fighting for a place at the very least in the, in like the inter, you know, that the, those, those playoffs against Oceana, is it? Um, but you know, they still have Costa Rica still has something to fight for. They're not, they're not done. So they won't, they're not just going to lay down in this match. Um, so I think, although we've said this, you know, Canada's walked into, you know, a couple different really difficult to 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 get a point or to do well places so far in the in the in the octo and come away fairly unscathed. So I don't know, like I don't know what I think is going to happen on Thursday. Like I'd love, you know, part of me wants them to qualify here in Toronto in front of the home fans, obviously, just cuz amazing. But you know, I just want the, I, uh, the other part of me really just wants it done. I just want the, I just want it done. Mm-hmm. So we don't have, so we don't have, so we don't have to worry. And then they can, they can breathe a little easier. You know, Sunday can just be big giant party. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really torn, but I honestly, I think, I hope they, I hope they win on Thursday. I, yeah, I, I don't, as, as this, I guess, for being witness to them qualifying in Toronto on Sunday it sounds romantic as fuck. I also would not like to have that stress in my life. Fair. Given that, you know, after Thursday, there's two whole fucking days before Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I want this to happen really, really bad. And I would, I, at this point, like give us the draw. We're in, hooray, let's get fucked up on Sunday. That's what I want. And when I say fucked up, I mean, try yeah. not to get frostbite. Yeah. But Oh, my God. Yeah, who's bringing all the, the hand warmers and stuff? Yeah, no kidding. I, anyway, but like I, I – as much, it's kind of like as much as I would like to see us win the cup at home, if we can get it earlier, that's great too. <laughs> Win the cup. No, Win the like, cup, like, eh? like in this case, <laughs> but like qualify. In this case, it's like uh-huh. just yeah. like let's just do the business. I don't care. I'd 
I'm not fussy because of the drought of Canadian football in world cups on the men's side. I would rather them just get the fuck in now, get in. You know what? Get in yesterday. Screw Thursday. Let's do it yesterday. And then we don't have to worry about nothing. Everything just becomes like, ah, isn't this nice? I don't want to, I don't want to stress over this shit no more. I want to qualify yesterday and I don't want to worry about it. I want to know that Canada's going to the world cup. And I want to know my stupid cheeky $1 bet that I placed two years ago is still very much in play. And it's funny as fuck. So, Yes. Wait, Please do the business in Costa Rica. What? What? No, what, what, this is what a bet? bet I'm, I'm sorry. Can, I placed can, a you elaborate? One, I placed. I placed a one dollar oh. bet about two years ago. Now, to be quite quite honest, I feel that the betting house gave me really like that's a little that's a little low odds because it pays out eighteen hundred bucks. But I mean, it's Canada. Yeah. And this was before we had, we found out that we had Jonathan David, who's amazing, and Alfonso Davies, who actually hatched in in Bayern Munich. So like, this team was like, yeah, they might not even get to the round of eight. Eighteen hundred and fifty to one? No, that should have been like five thousand. Let's be honest. There's no way. But no, I mean now now we're going to the semifinal of the World Cup. Like this is this is this is happening. But yeah, I've got a dollar bet. I've had a dollar bet for two years. That's so amazing. That, that eighteen hundred, what have you, is just a dollar bet Canada to get to the semifinal. No, 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 to, to win, win the, the whole thing. My betting house sucks. Okay. They would not dare give me like odds for like. There's no odds for them to qualify for the World Cup. It's oh, odds to win. The- oh, I thought this was if they qualify. Oh my god! Oh, this, oh my this god! Is if they win you know, to to qualify, it'd be like you know fifty bucks. But I would have placed a honestly. What if? I would have placed a dollar on every stage. Permutation, for sure. It's like, you know, I'd place a dollar down to win 10 cents just for Canada to make a team. Like, that would be the qualifying thing, right? It's like, all right, they made a team, 10 cents, son. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> uh, no, to win the World Cup, it's 1,850 to, to one. So. Okay. All right. What kind of odds could I get for them uh, qualifying for 26? And it's probably in the thousands at this point. Sweet. My betting house is lame, but they're not that lame. But yeah, yeah. Do do the do the business. Let's just let's get it done. Let's not have to think about this. Worry about this. Pine over what if. I want this. Like not that I'm going to Qatar because you know I'm not independently wealthy. Surprisingly, podcasters don't make that much. Uh, But I, I. just just let's do this let's just get it and get in agreed yep let's just uh win the whole thing on thursday they qualify enjoy that for a couple of days then yeah have the big uh, sort of party essentially at the game and then uh yeah throw the game against panama so that panama can knock out uh, the americans the u.s or mexico yeah. oh my god that's such a good plan right that is such a good plan I, I I will I will tune into every Twitter space involved, <laughs> involving. Uh, like, I will be tempted Alexi to open Lala. up one of my old laptops so I have so I can have multiple tweet decks so Ryan I can just do columns. Blaming and blaming everybody but himself but because it really yeah. would be Alexi Lawless's fault if the United States don't make it. I mean, Bearhalter and so many other things, but Alexi Lawless <laughs> should be first and foremost on the firing squad. Just Agreed. because that guy deserves it so much Agreed. for so many things. 
but yeah, the tears would be delicious. And it's not even like it. It's mostly like the asshole pundits that I really want to see cry. It's not like it's not like good people. You know, it's the the dickery of of U.S. soccer Twitter. We all know who they are. Great. All right. Well, then score predictions for Thursday. Uh, the match is kicking nothing. off at like 10 o'clock or something. So get a nap in if you can. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to 2-0 Canada. Canada will score in the first half. Um, Costa Rica won't do much, but Milan Boyan will have to make one ridiculously good save. Mm. And then Jonathan David will score late to make it two. That's just how these things go. I, I love this scenario. That's that, that's the, the well-established plot for Canada games now. That that I'm I'm here for I'm here for the for the uh the Duncan device. I'm this is this is art and um I I, I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. Deal. It costs eighteen hundred dollars. So let's hope Canada wins. How about I give you a dollar and I might <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sold. Might. <laughs> I like. I would love to see Canada win, and I have to explain to to my wife. It's like, yeah, you remember how I placed that bet? Well, Duncan made a joke, and <laughs> I'm signing most of this over to him. So, but that was supposed to be our honeymoon. Finally, <laughs> after all this time. Nope. It's mine now. That was electric um, trumpet money, you bastards. Uh, <laughs> Tony? Um, three nil Costa Rica. Because Oof. we want to want to be alive. I want to feel the, the pain on Sunday. I wanna wanna see them win at home and win that Great Lakes World Cup at home. Wow. I don't like yeah, that's that's guys. that's dark. No, fuck this um, shit. Of course not. One one nil Canada. Yay, Tony. <laughs> Whew, hey. I don't know if I can handle the darkness. That was no, I no. Know, was I, there. Um, I'll, be, I'll be honest. There's part of me would be like, oh, winning at home would be fucking oh, yeah, exactly. I, I, like I said, it would be amazing. But yeah, that that gut wrenching like Canadian like oh god, this is you know, I, I don't know that that's not worth it. I can't take I can't take the uh, the days of oh god, this is all going to turn on a dime. Everything's going to go wrong from here on out. Any oh, Canadian men's soccer? Yeah. I know. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. It's the P- Just, I, the PTSC is so real. I'd happy. I'll have a nice, placid Sunday singing some songs. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go to one Canada because I think. You know, I know they haven't scored on for some time, but I think it'll just be it'll be a bit of a bit of a nervy middle game, and then and then Jonathan David will score the winning goal, and all will be well. And Milan Barian will have a spectacular save in like the 88th minute to preserve the win. I don't know. He'll be wearing shorts. Hmm. Saving the sweatpants for Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. All right. Well, speaking of Sunday, so Sunday, fun day, Sunday, fun day. Uh, hopefully it's Sunday sun coming out day. Cause right now it's going to be fucking cold you guys like uh, boo. i know i know i'm not happy about this in any way shape or form it is not looking pleasant 
Um, it is looking windy and chilly, and it Shit might Bessie. snow. We will not be wearing basks, is what you're saying. Um, it's not going to be another basking occasion. There will definitely uh-huh. be no yes. basking. Yes, no, um, not I do not believe Perfect. there is going to be an opportunity to bask, no, unless the weather changes dramatically between now and then. Um, currently, that is not the case. So a lot can change, but like if you, it's, and it's so frustrating because if you look at the weather on Saturday, it's above zero, you know, like there's, there's a bit of wind, a little bit of rain. And then the next day it's like, here's the wind and the cold, (laughs) the wind's coming from the North. So, you know, it's a cold wind. It's just like, fuck off, man. So hopefully that just goes the fuck away. Um, But sold out BMO field, a, vastly pro Canada crowd um, thanks you know to that? how pre-sales were handled. <laughs> how how would you know that? How do I know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. I suppose there could be a massive number of Jamaicans that signed up for Canada red and white. Or just um, a sudden sudden surge in anti-Canadian sentiment from Canadian fans. You never know. Uh, yes. <laughs> the ultimate heel turn. Famously true. Um, yeah, yeah. That's America's music. <laughs> God. Gross. Um anyway, it should be it should be very different than say the last time we played Jamaica. Um and there was a lot of there was a lot of yellow and green in the stands that night. Um but this again should be, you know, it's, it's again, it's either going to be a big party or, you know, whatever fight for their lives, but it should be a good game. Like, I think this is another one in which you're going to see um, like a really good, uh, really good play, really good, a really good match. Um, we haven't seen, you know, Jamaica had some issues out the gate. Right. But um been playing a bit better not entirely wonderful but... if there's one thing they love it's playing in minus six with a wind chill famously <laughs> true um but they are also you know maybe looking to play spoiler like they're like they're out but who doesn't want to ruin somebody's parade yeah yeah is is kamal lawrence in the team does he maybe have a point to prove in toronto or Oh, interesting. I actually don't know if he's been called for Jamaica or not. No, I don't know what. Um, I, mean, I don't know if he's just, got the fitness level right now. Well, he's just coming off as fabulous as a six and successful time in Underway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, let's see. Is he. Yeah, I haven't looked. I don't, I don't know. But um, yeah, that could be interesting, right? Um, anyway, Sunday's match should be one out of, out of the three matches that, that Canada have uh, in this window. That's the sort of, that's the match that should be the winning one. Like the one that's it's easy for them to win. Sorry, Jamaica, but it's true. Um, Panama and Costa Rica, both tougher opponents and both fighting for something within this table jamaica is just you know well, fighting for respect which isn't nothing you know like that's that's not a that's not an un, unknown quantity but it is it is a very different sort of setup for this match in terms of what the expectations are uh yeah i 
give us a, it should hopefully be a, uh, a enjoyable occasion and a triumphant, what have you. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like we should, you know, we should be able to beat Qatar, not beat Qatar, beat Jamaica. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this should be that difficult of a game, really, for, for Canada now. Yeah, I'd be very interested to see their, their, uh, the Jamaican squad because they're heavy on uh, players from, well, they're potentially heavy on players from overseas. So it'd be interesting if those clubs are really all that eager to uh, have those players mm. travel for meaningless matches to play in, you know, frigid weather, et cetera, et cetera. So. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. A more, home, a more uh, North American and homegrown-based team is better news for us. So. I, I tend to think that those players that are kind of like on the fringe that get a lot of flack from their clubs about, you know, going, going away for these, these internationals, like they're, 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 they're mathematically alive, but hanging by a thread. Yeah. Right. Bit, bit, bit so hard, like, hard, hard of an ass to ask West Ham to let Mikhail Antonio uh, head over to play in Toronto. Exactly. Like, I don't buy that at all. West Ham should have no fucking say in this. This is a fucking World Cup qualifier. It shouldn't yeah, be a big ass that he gets to play for his country in a World Cup qualifier. Fuck but off we West know. Ham. Yeah, I know, Fuck but off, <laughs> you tell him. You tell him. <laughs> um, no, but you know things happen, of course. I mean, Jamaica's got two home games, so like, there's there's that going for them. But I I don't know. I I I wouldn't be. I don't know what the Jamaican squad looks like, but if one or two, one or two players from big teams who are, who may be fringe players, I could see them, you know, being coerced not to make the trip because it's like, what's the point? You know, what's the point? What are you going to do? Um, yeah. I, 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 I think, I think, I think the weather is going to be in our favor all, all the same. Um, I mean, we're going to freeze, but so will everybody else. And some will feel it worse than others. So, um, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm weirdly optimistic that the weather's gonna give us the points, if nothing else. Yeah, sounds about right. Really, I, it's gonna work out. Gotta it just is. So. Gotta hope it so. Just is. <laughs> Whether or not. <laughs> okay, Mark, settle the fuck down. Um, is it is it warm in here? Is it just? I don't know. I don't <laughs> see. I don't know your thermostat. Is anybody else having breathing? No. Uh, with <laughs> assuming they win, and I think like assuming they win one Stop of the next two matches. Us. I said assuming. Um, what? Whether it's for yourself as a as a fan of the sport as a Canadian. Um, or whether it's for one of the players, like what is the thing that you're sort of, what's going to, what, what do you feel is like meaningful for you in all of this or meaningful for someone, for one of them? Like what is sort of the thing you're thinking about the most? Dira. <laughs> I am going to message your wife and have her throw something at you. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, what isn't there? It's so much. I mean, like, 
even for, for most, you know, for most fans of the team, even ones our age, we were like too young to appreciate to even be aware, all that aware of Canada's last appearance. Most of the fans weren't, you know, a giant chunk weren't even close to being born. So like, it's just like, Oh, I, I don't know. For me, it's, I'm so happy that they will qualify for a cup on their own merit. And that the first one back is not the one they host, which is, right. which would have mm-hmm. just kind of been like, Oh, that's yeah. the asterisk. That's the asterisk uh, qualification. Right. Yeah. This is, and it's not, and it's not even like, I, I think they can go to the world cup and, and do something, you know, I'm not saying get crazy far and crazy shit happens, but it, I think that, but it, to me, it's, it's the getting there. I don't want to be defeatist already on the world cup by any means. I, I, I do think they can do something. Who knows what group they end up in, but just for me, it's just that. I think that's a huge thing is getting there on their own merit this time. I, and and then because the next time the hosting doesn't matter it's like okay yeah they we, we could have been there anyway we we were obviously we've shown the world we're capable of qualifying so but i mean there's wow there's a million things for like long suffering players like the tiba like he better be on that world cup qual you know squad no matter what his form oh, is like I, or, I, don't, you know. I don't care if he like gets subbed off after five minutes yeah exactly um for you know for any players who came through the system from you know being children up to ones who decided to take a chance and play for canada when they could play somewhere else uh, um you know and made a big impact there's just so many things and i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't even know where to start it's just gonna be a crazy crazy mixture of emotions but it'll all be good i get that it's really hard to quantify and I, i even hesitate to ask but just well no i said zero first he did <laughs> that's it that is the main thing here yeah hold yeah. on I have, I, I have a message to send here <laughs> this is jumping on stage this is it that's the chance oh that he's there oh i hope they i hope they see this is if they win on sunday and they set up a stage with a we we've qualified qatar thing <laughs> and he comes out running down the tunnel and jumps on it oh yeah no i mean they, you know they're gonna have some kind of celebrations on the pitch and what have you and then you'll end up sort of you know doing the whole uh sort of drum banging viking club whatever in front of the south stand yeah is gonna be there amidst that group isn't he he's gonna be hanging around in the back of that he'll be there at the game and he'll be ready to like, get on the pitch and be doing what have you after the game 100 i mean that that percent. That being said, it would be pretty fucking awesome to see a, a ton of the guys from the last like, like the, I, 30 and years. I think, yeah. Like, that would be pretty great. That would be pretty cool. Um, Even Craig I, Forrest. Just a Craig Forrest would make me happy enough. <laughs> Ian Hume. Ian Hume, come on. Hume, he's mm-hmm. been, like, so emotional and so, like, into this. Um, Alec Bunbury I, holding a picture of his son saying, you missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Like you mentioned Atiba. Uh, Atiba is Atiba is the one that I just I want this for him so badly, and obviously I want it for us, the fans. Whether you've been doing this forever or you've sort of just rediscovered, welcome aboard. Um, the '86 World Cup was the first World Cup that I remember watching. I remember watching it with my dad. Um, I know that's Canada being in it was why we started watching it um, because I've been playing soccer and my dad wanted to 
you know, share that and have us watch that together. But um, like, so that's, you know, I, I expect, I expect to cry. Um, but really, again, I just, they've all worked so hard for this. They've done so much to change the, the culture of the sport. Um, but again, I just, I just want this for Atiba. It's, it's really, it's my one as a, as a focused fan, as someone who like just loves the fuck out of Atiba Hutchinson for everything he's done and for all the many ways in which he's not recognized <laughs> as much as he should be. I want this for him very desperately. It's fair. I mean, mm-hmm. like there's, there's so many stories that, that, that can be had. And I mean, like I, I, I will, I will, I will quietly weep for those that who were, I don't, I'm like, I don't even think it's biased to say like, the, oh, they're just, they were just really good for Canada. No fuckers. They were really good. They were really good and just couldn't get it together. You know? And, and I mean, I've said this many times that Canada often was uh, less or less than the sum of its parts because the, you have all this talent and they just couldn't string together, you know, seven points in nine games for the, to save their lives, unless they were playing teams that had the word Island in their name. And, and it's like, it's just feels like there should have been, you know, 2000 would have been a good, or like 2002 world cup would have been a good world cup for Canada to make. Cause it was filled with great players. And there's a part that's just going to be like, man, I, you know, if there was a way for, if there was a way for six to eight of them, just to, just to get, just to get a, you know, run out in a round of applause in the 89th minute of any game. Like that's, I would, I genuinely would want that for them. Atiba, he, he'll get more than that because he's still so fucking good and eternal. Um, but like, like, I, I don't like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to resist being more emotional than this right now because they still haven't qualified yet, but there's going to, when they qualify, I'm going to think of like, man, I can't believe like, you know, Craig Forrest didn't get to a world cup, you know, like that's like, holy shit. Like just like a bunch of, and, and there will be other players too. I only think of him because you, 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 it was mentioned. Uh, so it's, it's going to be emotional. And, and I mean, I'm going to be so happy for Atiba Hutchinson without question. Like any, and if any, if somebody isn't, then they're new and I'll, you know what, I'll let it, I'll forgive him. I understand. You just don't know. You just do not fucking know. But man, what what a what a what a fantastic final paragraph to it to a career if that's how this goes. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we agreed with all of this. I think you another aspect is that you just talk about like the, the fans and everything. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of people there that you can feel happy for that are being you know, supporting this for decades, you know, sort of going back however far when you know, there was barely anyone ever turning up or anything like that. And, you know, I feel it kind of got a little bit bigger towards like after TFC came along, you know, there's definitely a, a bit more of interest uh, in it there. And then, you know, you know, just stagnated a bit. And then just like the last couple of years, it's taken off again when Canada actually got good. But uh, yeah, th- there's a lot of, uh, you know, fans, sort of voyageurs, various different supporters groups that have been like, involved and 
really putting a lot of time into it for a long time that you can think, yeah, yeah, I'm happy for those people. Absolutely. I, will I think throw in... there's, there's going to be a, a, a lot of emotion, I think, at the, uh, oh, yeah. at the stadium on Sunday. Um, I want to throw in one more thing about this squad. Um, and it's actually John Herdman. And the credit he deserves. That fucking Johnny Come Willie. He hasn't been around for decades, has he? Right, so <laughs> a couple of years he's put in. Uh. But what a couple of years. Um, you know, Ooh. there was a lot of people, a lot of people were not happy when he was given the head coach reins. Um, you know, that he somewhat blackmailed Canada soccer into the position. Um, but you hear it from players time and again that he's one of the reasons that they're coming to this squad. Um, and he's obviously done a tremendous thing in bringing, you know, you bring these players together and building chemistry and all those things. And, uh, yeah, I think he deserves a little, at least a little mention. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, then scores for scores for Sunday. Four-one Canada. Hey. Like it? Like it? Party triumph. Good times all around. Two-nil. Okay, Marcus. Um, I think Duncan's got it completely wrong. I think it's four nil. I don't think Jamaica gets it. <laughs> uh, um, I went a more modest three nil. I think the two of you are just feeling a little outrageous. I know Tony's being negative, but um, I don't. I don't. Well, yeah, they they should they should win and they should win handily. You, you guys should you guys should have a little more confidence. So just want to throw that in there. Yeah, I know. Um, on Sunday, if you are going to the match and you want to be involved in some a pregame activity, uh, Voyagers will be greeting the bus as it arrives uh, around 2 p.m. So be at BMO for 2 p.m. if you think you can handle the cold for that, <laughs> that much extra longer. Do bundle up. Wind coming off the lake. Don't, uh, don't skimp on those layers, people. Um, is the wind coming off the lake or is the wind coming from the north? Oh, it's coming from Sean the north. Oh, you're right. Oh, God. Doesn't matter. It's always colder down there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be oh, it's going to be a hell of a party, you guys. So really, really, really looking forward to seeing everyone on Sunday um, and uh, just having a great time. I'm not sure I like all this. Let's not, you know, moving I away know. from, our, let's not jinx anything. Talk. Good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. You know what? I think, I think though on these positive notes, I think that's, I think that's our show for this week. Um, we'll be back next week to recap these last two matches and do a, you know, preview on the Panama match and uh, see what else is happening, but we're going to talk a lot of Canada soccer next week. So um yeah yeah let's let's hang on to these moments everyone think positive thoughts and uh fingers crossed toes crossed whatever whatever sacrifices to whatever gods you like to make whatever outfit you need to wear that makes you feel good and secure do that well it's gonna be like uh, minus 80 so i'll be wearing all the outfits well i meant i meant i meant on thursday night as well like i'm oh. talking like overall these next two matches so um yeah 
Oh, well, okay. the, the panelists of this show are famously nude when we watch at home. That's why we stopped doing video podcast. Um, all right. Well, this overly optimistic but delightful uh, show has been joined, you know, put together by all four of the vocal minority podcast panelists. So to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Out in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Of course, we qualify for the first Winter World Cup. I wanted a street party. Oh, good point. On the tweets at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Uh, thank you to everybody who continues to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, we still got shirts. You can go check them out on Zazzle.com. You can find that link on our website. And I'd like to thank Kristen and a couple other uh, nerds who joined me for a, uh, a CanPL kit podcast, which we did over the weekend. Uh, if, if you're if you're listening to this and you're going through your subscription feed, yeah, you saw it. It was the one before this. And surprise, haha! Uh, listen to people talk about shirts. Whatever. Hmm. Were you in that one, Tony? No. Were you? No. Huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't these two, by the way. It was not that. <laughs> I, I want to double down on that. Can I? Well, I, Please, I, I know. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Obviously, Krista was there because she has to be on every Canadian and North American soccer podcast. So, wow, that's well, just you know, I, it's only fair. It's part of my contract. I, 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 I took it to lawyers. I'll be honest with you, but right. um, I gave uh, up, and so did they. Yeah. After about three hours, Winnipeg's kid sucks. <laughs> It does. Um, it does. York's, so York's, York's kit sucks. Um, we'll talk about this next week too. How's that? Um, no, we won't. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. Mm-hmm. World Cup, guys. Yeah. Oh, we get used to that.